0: Which is also a response that one acquires as a body, mind, and heart that is one within you with that ownership. to be working with the brain because when we work with our traumatized brain again we all have trauma whether you're insecure attachment or other forms of attachment like my ambivalent attachment friend they are aware that they get spiteful they've told me and they even said i tried to stop it but i didn't succeed they tried once they didn't keep trying so the awareness they have it they're not insisting on working with themselves they have been to counselors and psychologists but apparently none have the somatic approach in their mind because otherwise i'm sure they would have started to share with them the nervous systems information this part of collapse submit please appease attach cry for help the Uh, Secure attachment or detachment theory as a whole, not all psychologists are on board yet because these are all new pieces of information. In fact, Dr. Bezel Vanderkoek, the polyvagal theory doctor, then there's Peter Levine, there's different practitioners which are part of the needcabin.com courses. Uh, They're the ones who are bringing the revolution and transformation really to the psychological community and. dating uh, many many of their colleagues and they're still facing in fact a lot of uh, unfortunately separateness in that because here's that part of ego and competitiveness it's not that it stops in fact in the academic world unfortunately there's a lot of that Uh, and i say unfortunately because i love academia i love knowledge and the, the, the saddest part to me is is as i became that adult realizing that everything the adults taught me this is that part of the shame was wow you guys are totally misusing what you like how are you even calling yourself intellectual because i don't see you actually uh, using that information wisely nor representing what you're speaking to others to do or not to do and for that paper that i was telling you and i've told you the story before i simply pointed out the truth i said i did what you asked me to do here 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 and here so this grade makes no sense at all they at first objected and just because i caught them off guard they were obviously unprepared for student to present them something like that i go home they write me an email and they changed my grade they brought it up because i was right now another person would have if they were in a space not of the 5d self-important enlightened place you did this you discriminated because i because there is a specific reason why this paper got uh, d- discriminated but here's the part of understanding the human history and where i come from and what i was in as an institution without any judgment which is instead what people don't do when they're fighting for their cause as a teenager i was a person who would be in that state of fighting quote-unquote getting frustrated uh it was more than just passion so in those states i can say that there was a level of anger i realized quite quickly how detrimental that was to my brain this is one of the reasons why i began working with it was it's not allowing me to actually think clearly and to be an effective spokesperson and to really make my case we learned about how the brain affects how anger affects the brain the neurons they stop firing i'm not going to read it right now but those who regularly tune in physiologically speaking when you get upset you are no longer in your infinite higher anything you're not even in your uh, in fact left brain right brain hemispheres you're using your default network so your default network is from a child self of you by the way that's why the story doesn't give justice because the story gives people way and room to fight with each other and stay in who's right and who's wrong versus the reality anytime somebody gets overly emotional spiteful in any way shape or form they are a child and to have compassion you uh, are in a point of choice the choice is to remember it or stay in your story and stay charged and as i am speaking to those who are inclined and or want to be 5d self-empowered enlightened well here's that part if you stay in your charge state don't expect yourself to be an actual functional adult who remembers they really are a child that default network is explained by psychiatrists it will continue to be explained and we will continue to learn about the human body the meantime all the stories will help people to achieve their expansion in what ways it will be their representation for now what i consistently see are these individuals staying in charged states and therefore not bringing masculine and feminine energies to a place of meeting to a place of uncharged and let's bring harmony if we have more people that are balanced within their own masculine feminine energy so that can be functional adults whole people secure attachment on your own people not with your little we group or big we group because the we group that is charged is not bringing peace and harmony it is not about the message it is actually about the way you behave in your group and when people have their groups backing they become even more quote-unquote assholes because now they think they actually know the one truth and nothing but the truth and it doesn't matter what side any of these groups are majority minority for the person who's in that avatar consciousness the distortion is all over the place the saga quote-unquote is all over the place and being part of the saga is not what you are about the power of now is actually being in that moment and like i said immediately learning for your own self what there is to learn because everybody has different things they're going to learn from that moment and as a leader because a self-empowered enlightened person is a leader transformational one at that you're immediately speaking the language of more than one side to bring that charge state to zero And then to maybe talk, because now that you've gotten them calmed down, if you succeed, there can be communication for everybody's in their left and right brain hemispheres and not in cognitive dissonance. Obviously, every interaction will be different. There are times where complete disengagement is what will happen, and most likely that in a we group, especially, but even on an individual basis. When I've met in any way, shape, or form, people that we're being in spaces whether it be unkind lie deceit spiteful i have not been in a space of saying let me be what they're being to me it's always been very clear what was being given and the choice of who to be was chosen by me so when you've chosen how you want to behave in moments where people are unkind that's where you're going to be making uh, space for your ventral vagal state because again the only true reason for our bodies to have hyper aroused or hypo aroused is when we're in physical life threat the freeze pause those responses flight fight are the immediate ones the other ones came about obviously as we uh, collapse submit is actually when you're in a life threat so those who have traumatic uh, experiences abusive neglective households they have Again, these uh, responses, in particular, the dissociation that takes place. So their mind and heart is not connected because they're not actually, in fact, even their breathing is not regulated. So the breathing helps you activate, right? One, you downregulate the amygdala you activate the isola and then you're working in the hippocampus and that makes the memories tolerable but you're the one who works with the memories so if you decide to keep on going with the negative narrative versus i'm in pain i'm emotionally hurt this is what's happening so yes you obviously will know i'm being mistreated i'm being this i'm being that if you stay neutral that's where you're going to get yourself to another place as a teenager i told you i was i would get very passionate i realized that my body didn't like being in that state and my mind wasn't actually performing in my preferred state because i was not being smart i was not being clear and i was not at all remembering already i had a bad quote unquote memory for details but i have a very good way of being able to communicate if i stay calm everybody is in that place because anger again affects our body and brain and so you're not in your best when you're angry and people are reactionary even to the bit for example this power of now i did an episode prior to re-recording and it was a good episode but i said you know i have more to say and i think i can say better because i was sharing different stories and they are very very personal so very emotional and the emotions were shared in the best format however there were areas where uh, I would say again I can do better and now that time has passed from that I'm able to see what that better is and so I chose to re-record to convey a message that gives further enlightenment being able to be in neutrality by the way with your emotions is very important and when you're thinking of ego self as if it's some negative thing or karma as if it's some negative thing you're not going to do that you're not going to achieve again a constant 5d and beyond self-empowered enlightened state when you can recognize that we all have emotions and be neutral not thinking of suppressing them so i don't suppress any of my emotions but i don't have a charged state with anger, for example, because in time I disengaged from it. How? Using the power of now, I had learned as a teenager about the neural pathways and how, if you want to stop using one, you just disengage from the behavior. Very self-explanatory. This is why the ambivalent attachment friends excuse. This is what it is. And I told them when they said, "I tried, but it doesn't succeed. Uh, it takes time. You need to keep practicing." No, but people and they went off on their you know little arena because again ambivalent attachment they're not secure yet and they just started pointing fingers left and right in fact even when we had our last actual in-depth which was not a conversation it was an accusation but it was made in a moment where they were being reactionary their default network of how they feel when they're alone and they were interacting with a loved one now that's the karmic state is what people would talk about but here is the thing of the oversoul, and again us choosing our soul family and even though the alchemist says you do not uh, consciously pick karmic connections but they come to help you to destroy quote-unquote the ego it's really about um, the karmic relationship let me give you a sentence for that for those who are new so besides it being you and your adaptive child response with full-on cognitive dissonance okay the part of relationships that are karmic the karma is unconscious momentum okay the momentum of our actions temperament and perceptions are all aspects of our soul's resonance that creates patterns that create patterns so karma will create patterns which again trauma default network it's explained we all have a way our nervous system will help us to be a participant in life to the best of our ability those who have trauma extreme trauma so are in abusive and neglective households will have more of these areas in fact they're not as i was explaining connected to their body there's dissociation most of these individuals have in fact collapse submit and or please appease attach cry for help and there's a blend of them i've seen at least one or more people with a blend of two or three because of their way of um, the body language the energy they have and the way they react to things and again not in kind ways never once and to this day when they interact with me i do not hold animosity i only hold unconditional love my body does not feel threatened it perceives the hurt of the other and whether it be in an aggressive state towards me as as the person who may be bringing out something it's not a threat again it's not being judged as something negative it's being taken as what it is and that makes my heart sad and therefore immediately giving compassion without not even you know there's no there's no wiggle room and the very instant I'm perceiving it I'm sharing compassion love and trying I will always try to this uh, engage from the charge state to unwind it to bring it to a place of neutrality to bring it to that place of openness even with the attachment friend every low blow that they came at me with was responded with a true conscious with a neutral you know what yeah here it is no this is wrong and and giving them examples this didn't satisfy their charge state because they are used to a pattern their trauma and their way of defending themselves again began as an infant and in fact when you break down a person's behavior towards you once they become an adult (laughs) and you really again are not using this whole evil or societal ethical norms this rule book that they teach you to help you to learn how to behave once you get to a certain age that's where you should be behaving that way people became teenagers and instead of building their functional adult neural networks building their emotional uh, maturity they started to interact in little wee groups i mean i still remember we had the what the jocks the nerds this that to this day they have groups like that even if there's a a greater awareness to this day we're still talking about and i'm sure it will be for some time the psychiatrist of fitting in and or belonging i'm here to try and share again with those who are inclined to be one 5d self-empowered leaders with enlightenment and just in your own life even if you don't want to consider that term leadership the more people have the equal masculine feminine energies built they're a whole person you're uncountry loving towards yourself and others not just yourself because the inner growth mindset has a specific journey for your personal development, and those courses are out there. I need to get the last two up there, and the mentorship program is out there. Podcast goes beyond just sharing with you that at this point in our journey, we're building a community to inspire human potential. Inspiring means to allow us to disengage from this saga that is really taking away from the experience of life for every human being including you when you are interacting with karmic charged energy of any type it's not a physical threat it is a person who's behaving and it will be not pretty but there are options and the first option is to simply walk away remember that big blowout conversation which really wasn't when i shared it with you so this was a while back it was with a family member and uh i had been asked a question about my own personal profession as an online marketer i thought it was an actual question and and only after i actually yelled at them without i remember recognizing the tone and and all i remember was i started feeling sick and that was the last time i've ever gotten to this space and some people said well you were angry i wasn't angry i know what anger is like that was not anger but i was agitated the thing is i was trying to answer their question but they were talking and so i was talking over them so at a certain point my tone went even above and i saw then the look in their eyes because that tone immediately they said oh my god you have offended me i only asked the question and they were sincere what i mean by that their body sincerely took offense now here's the part about a self-empowered person i didn't feel guilty i didn't feel shame i did do nothing wrong me my body knew that what i knew though in this in that very moment here was the power of now as these eyes and this person's looking at me offended i'm realizing shit this wasn't a conversation this was just them trying to speak about my job and telling me how to do my job so this is all ego based and in the meantime i'm also thinking i feel sick right now my body was feeling very sick and i i need to walk away and i walked away after she was finished saying whatever it was and i went and i smoked a cigarette and i allowed myself to calm down now here's the thing at the end of the day I chose to hug the person which they took as an apology as if it were an admission of wrong and somebody has said why would you do that and I said I don't want any bad stuff between a person I love I don't care about if they think they're right and I'm wrong it doesn't matter I the part about a self-empowered enlightened person in avatar consciousness your oneness with source as those who like to use that term put it you have nothing in your body except for unconditional love for humanity it isn't something that I can break down in more than that and it's not about ego you know what's happening it's about the part of um, doing what is right and what is right is allowing peace to be restored, simply because there's no need to allow hurt to leave and lead other people. And I've had that done to me, not so much. In fact, here is that power of now, and and a story. This particular is is with a deep, deep, deep connection and no there wasn't um the allowance for peace to be restored in any way shape or form not even a wiggle room actually uh, the part of hurt just is and is still quite present and when i say hurt what i mean is the lack of bringing that hug like i did with this family member and it is because on the other end there is an ego if you will that is in a space of deep deep hurt themselves once you get the full picture which i have at this point thanks to dr bezel van der kolk the polyvagal theory doctor peter levine and the entire community of doctors i'm learning from the psychiatrists once you realize how much trauma affects the body and one of i'm going to give you the visual that was given by i'm not sure if it's stephen porges no that's the polyvagal theory one of the doctors but i'm not clear if i remember the name of him correctly but he starts to give this story when somebody has never known unconditional love so they've been in a household of neglect and abuse their body stored the way to defend themselves, which means they're always defensive, so hypervigilant and/ or hyperaroused, and usually it's a mix of both. Because as you grow up, you're going to learn to defend yourself. This is why the anger, which others will look at as evil in a, a person's heart is not that. It's an actual child that learned how to take things into their own hands because their true self is really not present. The ego self is not a mature one. It is an adaptive child that is defending a wounded child to the deepest of degree and i don't uh, actually expect anything different from this deep connection because there's a foundation of knowledge of the of the um scariness that as an infant one can experience in in households of certain types and it isn't extreme here's the part people always think it has to be extreme if you're in a household where people are yelling at each other um, that's for a child something scary your body is not gonna like that and especially if there's real anger going on and people may be throwing things at each other or if you've got siblings siblings getting beat up by your own parents you know th- that that is your prison your body learns to cope with that i got one other friend who's in a similar situation in their household and in fact they totally are please appease Uh, and or attach cry for help or mix again there's always a mix and they are consistently doing things that now that i have the psychoeducation i can recognize with the nervous system's response which is why breaking down karma into this entity and even the feminine masculine charge state into a saga is not enough to get you to 5d that is going to keep you in these stories versus allow you to understand humans are not evil they are uh, what they are we are imperfect and we have this nervous system that has been with us and still is with us and we're now gaining a lot of different pieces of information even like with dr joe dispenza he teaches how to achieve oneness in a different way when he makes that statement in his web webinar um, free webinar before he's offering his classes for sale he he talks about god forbid people don't feel feelings uh, when he's talking about us engaging in a limbic system our brain's limbic system which the psychologists break down as well when you are using your limbic system you're not in your executive decision maker you're not in your prefrontal cortex you're using a default network the human element is very important that is how you're going to start empowering and relating to humanity in your life in the actual way that gets you to being in an avatar consciousness now other teachings always bring them because they will help, but allow yourself to know the psychology, the neuroscience, the epigenetics to go down that path as well, so that you may integrate your actual human experience versus stay again in another space, which will be 3D40. If you cannot love every human being, and I don't mean engage with them, and I don't mean love, love, I mean compassion, I'll use that word. So to have true compassion in your heart doesn't mean you don't again know what you disagree with it means actual in calm on your own have compassion for the human species as a whole you have not achieved visibility to the human heart yet and i invite you to go and uh, research with the kneecap.com all of that They're, they're there to learn about the trauma and brain and nervous system and to stop thinking of people in storylines and narratives, then to use those as uh, messages that can add uh, your add to your knowledge bank, not make you live in a life of uh, fear, and therefore that uh, is thinking of conspiracies and the end of the world and things that are not going to help you to actually make a difference in your life and in day-to-day life. So what I was trying to get at uh, with the visual the doctor uh, says a person who has trauma and is tended to by unconditional love will begin to retreat like a wounded bird the more you hand out the love the more they are going into this dark dark cave and the more they will back into it because they're that scared of it because their body as an infant when it wanted to attach attachment theory again you're six months old and six months is our first night terror when we recognize we're not one with our caregiver so the attachment defensive state begins a uh, discord because attachment is a natural part of the body i need to attach if i'm going to survive defense is also there to defend you the minute i'm crying and you don't come and hold me is the minute that i'm going to start wondering why it's like when they when they talk about parents leaving a room the part about a child crying and not allowing it to be too much while there are still different theories about this here's why we have a quote-unquote crazy environment it's not crazy there's a lot of traumatized people out there i got friends who have parents who've left their children to cry entire night i'll never forget this story and i shared it with the regular listeners because i i was like oh my god that child's gonna have who knows what kind of issues i hope they don't become you know some criminal because literally that's uh it can be what's the word they say that when our um when our emotional body is not being tended to your uh, seed of compassion shuts down here's the thing it's it's because you can't feel feelings if you keep feeling feelings you're going to get hurt because nobody's tending to them this is what creates the dissociation of a person is that collapse submit our body uh, begins to release endorphins so that you may suffer the least possible because you're already in suffering those diorphins become a state of being so that uncharged state which can be diagnosed as depression or vegetative depressive state these doctors are saying in fact there's misdiagnoses all the time because it's the actual nervous system that learned collapse submit that since they were in an environment now their suggestion is to get the family history if you know of neglect and abuse you will be more likely as a doctor to know okay this is not actual and and again i'm using these words in a way that they've used them so they are saying there's depression and then there's the collapse submit vegetative depressive state which is involving the nervous system the other part is they're just learning more and more about our environment and they're now finally speaking out about the body's a process the environment it involves your nutrition but before that even begins guys your nervous system this is why the heart uh, meditation when i read to you epigenetics the breathing when you rhythmically breathe and you're using your diaphragm that is our natural state the ventral vagal state is the natural state this is oneness this is when they're talking about uh, you know you becoming again that it's all with physiology 10 times more regenerative cells when you are in a state of ease because otherwise you are in a state of stress and that part of when dr joe dispense is talking about god forbid people don't have feelings he's thinking of drama because people live drama people don't choose to live drama they don't realize that it's that and it's because there's societal ethics and norms and ways people want to treat each other and you learn as a child again these tales oh humanity so greedy oh children some will say they're amazing some will say they're so mean to each other all these stories are part of your knowledge bank only you can disengage from them that power of now is every instance of every thought as you feel guys it's not in the absence of and it isn't in the absence of pieces of information either or interactions now you want to be in the middle of nowhere go for that i've always said to people in the ambivalent attachment friend i would say it's much more amazing to enlighten the human way with interactions than to be out in the middle of nowhere because of course it's easy for me to be out in the middle of nowhere and say i'm enlightened try getting into the bus and doing this and doing that i mean even people that are my friends will say oh you speak of humanity this way because you're not interacting with them all the time and i always tell them one uh, thank you for your opinion i'm not gonna obviously go out and do something um, like that because i have better things to do with my time but i tell you this i know that if i were in that case i would still be talking the way i'm talking now obviously again here's where it's really and just sharing pieces of information in my own uh, mind there's no need for that comparison because anybody who's again making a comparison of a way that i'm speaking about humanity and trying to mansplain things is the person who is already in a state of unease with the day-to-day life which i get but that is where things are as easy or as hard as you want them to be so anybody who's thinking oh well only because x y and z i mean these are family members too that make certain statements is why you can speak this way it is a reflection of how they're feeling in regards to their engagement with the external world and i know exactly why which is why like i said i'm not going to go and venture off into what you're telling me because actually i did choose my life the way it is because i have things i'm getting done every day that i love and uh, i'm not you know speaking these ways just because of that but you can keep thinking that and i'm not going to try and stop you remembering that who you are is not something you can prove the heart of you i learned this as a teenager it was a uh yes heartbreaking if you will experience those who regularly tend to know the story i'll share it because it's applicable here uh my teenage one of my teenage boyfriends uh important relationship if you will uh, questioned my faith as somebody who is raised catholic and they're an atheist they brought forth to me i was about 16 if i'm not mistaken or 17 at the most and they said you only believe because you're afraid of death now here's the thing this person was atheist for a very specific reason they had a friend who killed themselves and after this event, they stopped believing in God and anything because they said, if God did exist, this horrible thing would not have happened. You know, the unfortunate part to somebody who knows, and and I don't want to put it into the religious spectrum because here's it's faith about life, and it's faith about humanity. Again, it's avatar consciousness. So the distortion, you immediately pick it up, and you immediately know that that's a not truth in that moment as a teenager i was still learning about my emotional body so obviously i got to practice in those moments how to respond to a person who would say something like that and so it was heartbreaking because this is a boyfriend they lasted three years they they're supposed to know me that's what a boyfriend or a companion right they're supposed to know your heart now here's he's not the only person of my loved ones who has uh, done this very act it's been reported repetitive and even when somebody makes a statement for example of their assumption of why i speak the way i speak and how i wouldn't be able to do that blah 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 that's still a person if you will questioning however here's the part when you get used to realizing that people are always going to reflect their ego because they're not actually taking their ego and growing up with it it just becomes the norm it's not good or bad they're going to reflect their insecurities it's actually psychology 101 and then we can talk about the holographic principle we can talk about the oversoul and creating smaller pieces so that we may experience the expansion of consciousness and in fact it comes back to my one knowledge with god was i'm meant to be unconditionally loving cuz i want to be treated this way and therefore treat others the way you want to be treated you have your life you have your thoughts you have your way i did learn thanks to my family how to respect that because i'm somebody who's very bossy and i have a tone i have a little plaque that my family gave me for christmas that says i'm bossy so still to this day i'm seen as that and still to this day i do speak in a firm tone and i'm still learning for example to be in a functional adult state with my siblings and mother because those are the people that i still get into very charged state with as for the rest of the uh, world it's easier for me to stay neutral now there's a couple of uh situations that i most certainly uh did not and probably won't necessarily get the opportunity to, to you know experience but that's okay it's uh it's something very important to me and i i work with it in that uh, ethereal realm so the ability once again for us to work with our emotions is a constant. The power of now is when you have a memory, a thought to work with what you're feeling as well. Back to the story. So when this accusation was made, I was heartbroken because I'm like, dude, you're, you're my boyfriend. How do you think that that's so wrong? You should know where my faith comes from. You obviously are questioning my my heart my word my everything that i've spoken and they kept on insisting so here's where that conversation became let's agree to disagree and that was the first of many other moments where i simply disengaged to this day i will have communication with people that question but i learned from that that i'm not going to try to prove my heart to people because even those who supposed to know you they don't believe you and really your heart's not something that you can say here's a picture of what my intent is here's a picture of why i did what i did you will never be able to do that you will only be able to use your words and here's that part i want to read to you some of the quotes because uh, it's it's ideal especially with Sadhguru's gurus uh, quote on trust the part about where are you um, hold on i took pictures to have it more readily available for us and that didn't really help me <laughs> Uh, well one of the quotes here i love this one do not try to please anyone if you are truly joyful and an overflow of humanity everyone will be pleased with you you really don't care if everyone's pleased with you when you're in a 5d self-empowered way with enlightenment you're knowing that whether they're pleased or not you'll be revealed what they are Um, in fact you don't have the uh, walls here was another the walls of self-protection you build around yourself become walls of self-imprisonment over a period of time and as a teenager i remember having incidences where i was starting to build these walls and i recognized it and said no this is not unconditional love unconditional love is accepting that people have their own opinion i have my own opinion here do not make life decisions based on immediate compulsions looking back after many years it should still be a worthwhile choice looking back how do i want to treat others will i be happy of the choices i made Uh, was i true to myself so here being in truth means to be simply yourself self is not what you make up but what you are for me to treat anybody with unkindness is not a part of who i am and would not be thought of with uh joy in fact the same boyfriend there's one area if there's regret right even though i don't believe in regret because i learned from that but if there's one thing that i am sorry for having ever spoken because then we never got the chance to speak again was that i i explicitly in words said i will not forgive you for this specific thing and it was something important and there's a reason which i'm you know keeping it private on purpose but um i still remember at a certain point realizing shit i should not have said that because it's not true at the end of the day what they did is part of the journey they chose and really for me to expect them to be there for me is an unrealistic and um egotistical expectation while others will consistently think of the fact that expecting people to be there in your life is something that should be and i've had you know a person in the past say uh, when i told them i don't need people they're a plus and they're like no but everybody needs somebody and it's like not really you need you know water food these are the things you need you don't need people you enjoy them their company you enjoy them you choose to have them and the part about being in a empowered state is that it's not a need it's an enjoyment here that twin flame experience is an overflow that's where the two find harmony when they are not in harmony that's why there's the uh, runner chasers what they call it but really it's two people who are with wounds and not working on their uh, own and the wounds are insecurities people can do this together when they maintain open communication by the way when people are functional adults i am not finding that um i'm gonna go here here's where i'm gonna find it um the trust quote guys because the pictures are not providing it to me but it was a really good quote and for some reason it still is not making its way to me but let me pause this so that i can find it here we go so trust does not mean that others have to do things the way you expect them to do them trust means to become vulnerable with this teenage boyfriend this story about them questioning the heart so here's where i was vulnerable they were vulnerable did trust continue trust uh continued of course the relationship in fact moved forward uh for three more two more years and the part about how their behavior was and continued to be they were somebody who cheated on me throughout our entire um, relationship was not something seen in a bad way it was seen for what it was you know young people in a relationship and this person making certain choices that obviously Uh, are not ideal because of not speaking their truth to me it wasn't a cheating even at that time obviously I was just a teenager so I was taught certain things but for me this is the part where I understood what was happening and the part that was the quote-unquote issue to me was why can't you speak to me about things why are you not having dialogue with me And that way we can sort things out and move forward in whatever way is um, ideal to both of us as people who are independent and can truly unconditionally love each other. Because unconditional love, and I'm looking for that other uh, quote by Sadhguru, but unconditional love is not you asking for another to be what you want them to be. And here's the quote. said guru for most people love means you must do what i want and he says no love means they can do what they want and we still love them that is unconditional love and here the individual that i was thinking about the deep connection and the level of uh, hurt that is involved does not take away from the love in fact an empowered enlightened person that avatar consciousness state enables you to be in a completely different perspective whether you want to look at it humanly speaking or with the spirituality components of esotericism okay two people and or more can stay in hurt or they can stay in a space of love now whether one is in a state of uh, lack of love or not doesn't matter to the person who's pursuing inner growth and following their heart to the person who has self-worth the person who has self-worth they have a attachment defensive state that is at ease when exchanging behaviors with people this does not mean there's a preference of that treatment there is an acceptance of it and while as a teenager person i don't expect them to have that me personally as an adult now that i even have all the information to spell it out to people i definitely say okay you want to talk about being an adult well let's see can you be vulnerable can you acknowledge that the boundaries that you're labeling and using are part of a societal culture norm that has been used for years and years and eons and eons the psychiatry information is uncovering exactly what's at play from the body to everything that is outside and are you willing to grow up for real even though the psychologists don't talk about it with being grown up they they have a lot more saying you know you can unlearn your trauma you can be free of trauma that's how they're breaking it down which is why more people need to be in compassion with each other because otherwise that saga which is a saga because people are in their stories now the story for the 3d 4d 3d humans are just evil the life is shitty things aren't you know abundant blah 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 very materialistic the 4d oh gosh you name it there's all these different theories going on and these different charge states and these uh, battles between dark and lightness going on so those two categories are not actually removing this saga in any way shape or form nor are they becoming functional adults their trauma is very much expressed in fact in the way they treat each other now for the person who's in this space again when you're encountering something that is with karma you're not uh, afraid of it you're not angry at it you're not in any way shape or form judging it from the heart this is why the shame that overcame me when i realized i had been conducting myself in a way that was not true to my heart now nobody in the external gave me support and what i mean by that is nobody has ever said yes humanity is so amazing maria no there's maria just sees the good in people maria and again this is other people is somebody who you know believes in everything and nothing whatever it is that they want to keep on uh, contemplating and in my book it was like okay thank you thank you for your opinions and really uh it didn't mean anything it wasn't good it wasn't bad and here remember the story of my twin sister who says she doesn't remember this part but uh my mother told me she has told her in the past that the kids on my school bus as we would go on a school bus they all wanted to beat me up they didn't like me so i was a goody two-shoe i was one of those kids that i would ask on a friday are we gonna have homework i'm just saying i know this i acknowledge it but the thing about me is i was so unaware like if you asked me that that i think people disliked me not at all i didn't think they loved me or disliked me the reality is i probably just didn't notice because i was not involved in their drama i was busy doing my life With my people, the ones that I chose, that's the part of a empowered, enlightened person. You're you're always empowered. You're never a victim of any circumstance in your body. You're neutral as well, and and this is why it's never a victim because even if you acknowledge what's happening you're not like oh i'm i'm in danger the, vi- the victim and again i have full empathy for emotions i'm trying to explain especially for those who have been in this space their entire life one you're not alone this is something that is actually a beautiful thing you hold and i'm sharing with you what i share so that you may embrace it with those human elements the spirituality elements because being able to be a person who has complete self-empowerment self-worth is a beautiful you're free you're actually true conscious you you are able to be yourself you're at ease with who you are with your vices and virtues that becomes more aware and present with the information of the nervous system because if i tell you shame it's a feeling we experience and i've told you guys we've talked about when the class with the lady the doctor who tells us shame the first time you get yelled at the body gets into the shame mode now if you keep on getting that and you don't get the unconditional love in return you're gonna have that stored understanding this is something that will resonate with those who are again inclined to be themselves not the ones who are achievement based the ones who look outside they will say no but i think people still need to be in shame because this behavior that behavior they'll immediately and and if that is something that happens in your own mind i'm here to share with you evaluate that that is an indication in the very moment that comes up i don't know about that that is your own ego self that is your own unconscious momentum it's not good or bad it is your opportunity for expansion as said guru points out when we talked about kundalini awakening there is from the third eye which is our prefrontal cortex to the crown to the above beyond he says it's you know because the crown chakra is technically above the head but as we know it's the brain from the one summit doctor guy he's another psychiatrist blending mysticism and psychiatry psychology his entire summit involves psychologists in fact there's one of the ones that are in the panel of the psychologists that i learned from um he said guru goes on to say to go from your third eye to that crown you must jump into the abyss and that can be pretty scary guess what it's not scary for the 5d and beyond inclined body because that faith that i was describing even before and that i tried describing to that boyfriend and just in general it's not about a entity it's not the false fractured light the 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 over exaggerated which is what instead his reaction for example was when his friend did what you know he did instead of allowing it to be an event that took place because the person was in in emotional pain something was happening they chose to say god must not exist for if he did so they're hurt they found a culpable party if you will and they chose to disengage from that and now there's their battle god doesn't exist i'm an atheist anybody who believes i'm going to criticize you and call you out on this lie that you hold what they didn't do was tend to their hurt i'm really sad because my friend has passed away i'm just really really sad and i wish that there was something like a god that they speak of that would have avoided this obviously there isn't hmm, life it has this injustice justice Hmm. well let's go and you keep moving forward because here's that human condition the dilemma is what the psychologist will call it but that asking of why we have a thinking brain and so we ponder not realizing that our society engagement your first nervous system's response is engaged in that is involved in that is the part not realizing you want a sense of safety And here's, again, you're not in your ventral vagal state. And most people, when they're researching stuff, they're not. However, if they pay attention to the body and disengage from having to look outside for a culpable party, that's where you'll start gaining awareness of your emotions and tending to them. Like I said, the inclined 5D person never meant their entire life like when i was aware that i had been casting stones and i felt ashamed of myself for having not seen the truth but then i remembered i didn't have all knowledge i was learning knowledge i was a child and people like to think of themselves as changed versus expanding who they are which is another area we've talked about if you're not owning all of you and you're still thinking of fragmenting yourself here is where you're going to compartmentalize so oneness will not be achieved within your own state imagine with the entire world that is imperfect and things go on all the time that we're still working to bring peace to power of now is every instant as a 5d self-empowered if you choose enlightenment person that avatar consciousness is very accessible and i'm sure those who talk about it in a label format will say no here are the 10 criterias for x y and z i'm speaking to people who take ownership of their life so your information bank is yours your life is yours you use peace information they are not here to tell you who to be what to be they add to your consciousness experience here's why the external and whatever they will say or not say means zero and it's not zero because you don't coexist you don't feel shame because somebody points out to you something that they don't like about you or that they disagree with or that they find silly or that they find ridiculous so here's the part one of those experiences that has taken place uh, with deep connections being ridiculed and or um, pointed out certain things in a way and then seeing those same people not only not uh Apologize, if you will, for their uh, statements bluntly made, but them adapting the very lifestyle, the very uh, beliefs, the very things you shared with them. And I'm talking about the spirituality crystals, you know, using, uh, for example, also uh, clearing, because I still definitely enjoy having different types of tools. How can you say the energy? Is really what it is and and i found a person that i will continue to watch on tiktok that has a lot of the uh i think it's more physics and quantum physics information with the spirituality so i'm going to catch up on some of his videos and see if i can share any information with you guys but you know i have a crystal book for example that explains why those uh crystals have the properties they have so it's it's an actual subject matter and here even when i tell people who are Uh, how can I say it of the sciences they said I wouldn't call geology a science it's like well it is and it has a whole you know academia background here so why are you poo-pooing this it is because they haven't learned about it and in their mind they're thinking I don't agree I don't think crystals have anything to give you that's really what it is and so the minute you're giving them a piece of information that contradicts theirs they got cognitive dissonance now here's the beauty when instead it does um happen and usually it's from a mature person and what i mean by that is a person who's open-minded even though it did happen only because of an extreme circumstance